Hey everyone, this is Lynn Bartim, and you are listening to the Apex Hour on KSUU Thunder 91.1. In this show, you get more personal time with the guests who visit Southern Utah University from all over, learning more about their stories and opinions beyond their presentations on stage. We will also give you some new music to listen to and hope to turn you on to some new sounds and new genres. You can find us here every Thursday at 3 p.m., on the web at seu.edu slash apex, or email us at seuapex at icloud.com. But for now, welcome to this week's show here on Thunder 91.1. All right. Well, welcome back. Here we are. And it's February 15th. Happy belated Valentine's Day, I guess, if you can say that. Um, This is Lynn Vartan, and I'm here in the studio with you today, and I'm joined by a couple of guests. But first, my little recap of how our event went today. We had a super awesome, exciting event today. We had uh, Zion Park Superintendent Jeff Bradybaugh in talking about all things Zion, and just um, we had some interesting conversations about preservation and conservation and some of the challenges facing Zion Park today and his experiences as the superintendent. So we're continuing our discussion today with talking more about the outdoors and about all things parks and outdoor rec and outdoor education and partnerships and SUU. And to that end, I have two awesome guests. I have Kevin and Bridget in the studio, and I'll let them introduce themselves, whichever would like to go first. Bridget, how about you? Hi, I'm Bridget Eastup. I have the best title on campus. It's Director of Outdoor Engagement. Yeah. My whole purpose on campus is to connect the campus community to learn in the outdoors. And I have an awesome title because everybody tells me everything that they do in the outdoors every time I walk across campus. That is so cool. And Kevin, how about you? Uh, my name is Kevin Kuntz. I'm the uh, outdoor educational liaison here. Also, on a campus. cool job title. That's a pretty good job title, yeah. <laughs> uh, which means I get to be involved with all of the different uh, outdoor related initiatives that SEU puts together, whether it be uh, uh, the um, Semester in the Parks program, a little bit with the IIC, uh, which is the Intergovernmental Internship Cooperative that we have. Uh, the Adventure Orientation Program, which was has switched over to the T-Bird Outdoor Connection. Cool. Um, so a, li- a little bit of every that, uh, everything outdoors related, which is fun. That's awesome. I can't wait to hear about all of those things. And we're going to get into each one of them. How long have both of you guys been at SEU? I've been here for, this is my 11th year. Oh, cool. About the same time as me. This is my 10th. So yeah, yeah cool. I've been here uh, for six now. Okay. Uh, I did my undergraduate work here and then my master's, and then I uh, continued on to, to work. So Awesome. Well, it's keeping it in the family. Right. And he's well, an outdoor rec major, so that's, that's important. That's true. Oh, yeah. So let's get into it a little bit and talk about let's, – let's see. There's so many different ways. Let's, I guess let's start with academically first maybe, and maybe you can tell us a little bit about what SUU offers in terms of um, academic programs that students can get involved in. You know, the way that I like to explain it is that we have everything at SUU from, hey, I just want to learn about the outdoors and doing an adventure, which is SU Outdoors. We have on the other end, the career development part, which is uh, outdoor recreation and parks and tourism Uh, is one of the degrees, but there's also a number of other degrees that you can go do it. And then in the middle, we have the Outdoor Engagement Center, which is creating 
experiential education programs to, I, I guess, help both ends of those folks in it. So there's the people that just want to learn and have fun in the outdoors. There's the people that want to learn and add us to their skill base in the outdoors. And then there's the people that want to dedicate their lives to it. And in that, SUU's got a great outdoor recreation program. There's a lot of different things that you can do in biology, um, from conservation to becoming a wildlife biologist. Um, but then there's also agriculture sciences, hotel and hospitality management, the equine sciences, geology. So there's a lot of different ways that you can take that career path. Well, let's kind of uh, make little scenarios. So let's say I'm a student who just wants to like go camping with other students at SUU. Is there, what do I do if I'm that student? So there's a couple of things, uh, a, a, way, a couple of ways to approach that. There's uh, the Trips and Adventures program, which is offered through SU Outdoors, which those trips are put together um, by uh, students who have kind of been trained and uh, prepared to put those trips together and they, they pick where they want to go and how many, you know, how long they want to spend there. Uh, and then there's not really any, a whole lot of, um, uh, the student who wants to go on that trip doesn't really have to give anything other than their time. There's no cost to that. So anything that they need, uh, the gear, uh, the equipment, it's all going to be provided. The transportation is going to be provided. The oh expertise to, uh, of, you know, if it's a climbing activity or a mountain biking activity, you know, that expertise and that uh, training is also going to be provided. So there's no, there's no experience necessary. And you just need to be an SU student. You just to have to be it. an SU student. And yeah, like, you know, dedicate maybe a, a Saturday afternoon to it. That's amazing. I didn't realize, excuse my ignorance, I didn't realize it was all inclusive in that way. Okay, so the students who are listening or who listen to the podcast, which by the way, I don't know if I mentioned that we are totally subscribable on iTunes now. So do the search, SU Apex and subscribe. But so for anybody listening, how do they go ahead and do that? They go... <laughs> so to sign up for those trips, they go to uh, they can visit with SU Outdoors uh, here in the in the student center. Uh, right. right across from the Welcome Center is is the spot uh, where they can walk in. There's a calendar full of trips. There's usually about two trips per weekend. So uh, whether it's a climbing, like I said, like a climbing trip or a, a mountain biking trip or a canyoneering trip, some of them sometimes it's an overnight uh, backpacking or just camping. Uh, they can go in there to sign up for the trips. The trips open two weeks in advance. Okay. So everybody look at your calendar. Come to, Next time you're coming to get your lunch in the Sharwan, just go right up to the desk and take a look and see what's offered. That's amazing. Tell me more about what SEU Outdoors offers. So uh, another um, another great uh, opportunity through SEU Outdoors is the rental shop. So if you don't want to, you know, if, if you and your roommates or you and a couple of your pals want to go camping, uh, but you don't want to go through one of the, the university-sponsored trips, you can pick up stuff at the rental shop and just, you know, you don't have, again, you don't have to own it. Everything's priced with a student budget in mind, and you can get uh, a, a tent, some sleeping bags, a cook set, a stove, um, all, all the things that you would need to have a comfortable, successful camping trip. Uh, but again, you don't have to worry about like, oh, I don't own that gear. That stuff's expensive. I can't afford that with a student budget. That's that's why it's here. That's great. Just go to the desk and see what. So there's camping gear. How about um, ra rafting or river gear? What, uh, what other stuff? Yeah, they carry uh, stand-up paddle boards, kayaks, uh, backpacks, um, 
inflatable sleds for this time of year, which are really cool. Oh, wow. Uh, we've, we've got they, they go really fast. <laughs> they do go fast. Uh, carry uh, overshoes, which if, if, if you don't have the proper footwear to, mm-hmm. to go out and be comfortable in the snow, they carry overshoes that you can just slip over a pair of Vans or a pair of Converse. It turns uh, any shoe into like a winter shoe. A waterproof winter shoe, yeah. That's so cool. Uh, what about other things? Are there bikes? I mean, I just don't even know. What, tell us your inventory. <laughs> well, we don't we don't carry bikes, but we do partner with uh, Cedar Sport here in town okay. and Cedar Cycle for bikes. They both carry bikes and rent them. So we usually refer folks over to those local businesses to support them. Great. Um, but yeah, it, just about any kind of outdoor piece of equipment that you you would want or even want to try. Right. Uh, it's a pretty elaborate inventory. That's amazing. Okay. Well, thanks for letting me know about that. And then let's put another scenario together. Let's say I'm a student who has some some experience and sort of wants to get a little more involved, maybe wants to take a, some classes. What What does that student do? There's some really great classes within Outdoor Rec. They're ORPT 2000 and they're skill development courses. And then there's also some 1,000 level and 2,000 level courses that um, are more have their own like standalone calling. But you can take courses in backpacking, uh, scuba diving, climbing. Scuba diving? Yep. Where do where do we do that? Uh, Sand Hollow. So not far, oh. just real close to St. George. And they've got they've got a, a sunken bus and a sunken airplane that the students uh, can swim through and check out as they certify. No way. I had no idea. That's yep. amazing. Okay, well, maybe I'm going to take scuba diving. Yeah, but they also have mountain biking where they're going out to three peaks and learning everything from like how to be really effective pedaling to how to fix your bike when it breaks. Canyoneering. Canyoneering. Uh, backpacking is a class. Winter backpacking is a, is a separate class. Ah. Um, horsemanship is is it's offered through the agricultural program, but that's another great one. Oh, great! Um, most of these classes are also only half a semester, which is really, really easy to kind of work into the schedule. And if you just if a, for any student who just needs that one or two extra credits to fill out their schedule to to maintain that full-time status. Right. These are good options that, that are fun. The other piece of it that I really like about those classes is that actually you get to go into those classes, you get to know your fellow professor and students, and so you actually leave those classes with friends. That's and great. It's, and that's, the I think, the thing that I really like about the outdoor activities is that you're not just gaining s- skills, like the technical skills, but you're also gaining like those social bonds. You're being able to bond to the places that you go and visit. And you're really learning some great life skills, like communication skills, teamwork skills, and people gain a lot of confidence through that. That's wonderful. So um, in case anybody doesn't have the acronyms right, where do they find this on where do they find these classes on the web if they're looking in the catalog or the specific department page, just to be super clear, everybody can find them. If you do, if you go to the course catalog and you put in ORPT, ORPT, that'll outdoor outdoor recreation and parks and tourism. Yeah, that's what it stands for. Okay. Um, And that will give you the list of classes. That's perfect. Okay, great. All right. Well, I think this is a good time to do our first little musical break. Um, so, you know, I love to turn you guys on to new music. And 
uh, some odd and out there stuff, but I tried to think of what could I do this week? Well, it's Valentine's Day. So regardless of how you feel about that, I have a couple of interesting song titles for you. This first one is by uh, a folk music artist called Jarleth Henderson. And the song title is called Courting is a Pleasure. And this album is the BBC Folk Awards album from 2017. So again, that is Courting is a Pleasure by Jarlath Henderson.
Okay, well, welcome back. You're listening to Thunder 91.1, and this is the Apex Hour. My name is Lynn Vartan, and today we are talking all things outdoor rec. Um, and we're going to probably start this conversation. I guess I should remind you what that song was. This was That was Courting is a Pleasure by Jarleth Henderson, the BBC Folk Awards album 2017. But we're back here in the studio with Kevin and Bridget, and I want to start this part of the conversation by talking about Outdoor Nation Challenge, the Outdoor Nation Challenge, the most awesome Outdoor Nation Challenge. Tell us about it. Tell us what happened. Well, uh, the the interesting thing about our participation this year in the Outdoor Nation uh, Campus Challenge was uh, we were we were asked to come back to the competition after <laughs> after winning in uh, 2015. We then took a break in 2016, and the the Outdoor Foundation actually contacted us and they said. Uh, you guys really elevated the competition that you, you, you participated. We, we want you back. We want you participating again. Oh my God. That's awesome. Uh, right. So that, that was a, a nice ego boost for, for us at SEU, uh, to, to come back to the competition and participate. Um, so we were able to put together a committee of all different departments across campus to make sure that everybody was participating, everybody was on board, and then just create a, a nice plan for how, how we were going to, uh, attack the challenges here and, and, and win it like we did. And tell me a little bit. I mean, I, I saw a lot of how it was working on the app and just for maybe people who are listening who aren't aware of how it all works. Can, can you describe the challenges? Yeah, so, and everything? uh, it's kind of described as a, a March Madness meets Mother Nature type competition. That's great. Uh, Participants didn't have to be uh, necessarily a student. Uh, they could be faculty. They could be staff. They could be alumni. They could just be community members who wanted to support SUU or, or, or people who had family members here at SUU. They didn't even need necessarily to be in Oh, Utah. I didn't know that. I thought it was just students, faculty, no. staff. No, so anybody who wanted to sign up through the app or and then – you know, it, it gave the option to of what, what university do you want to support. You were able to select SUU and uh, participants could then – do up to five activities per day f- for different point totals. So something easy like hammocking was worth two points. Something more intense uh, like hiking or running was worth 10 points. If you, had a, if, you, if you were with a group of people, three or more, uh, that was worth additional points. Uh, and like I said, participants could do up to five activities a day for so many points. So I got lots of points doing stuff with my kids. Ah, there you go. That's awesome. Well, and President Wyatt was a great advocate for us uh, as well. He really uh, supported the whole challenge. He Every morning, he was out, out at the sea trail uh, having you know people meet him there to, to hike for half an hour. And then after hiking up the sea trail and back for about half an hour, he would then go for a run. Uh, he He usually was had three or four activities before seven o'clock in the morning. That's amazing. And I also saw pictures of him in a hammock too. Oh, that's where he would, that's where he would hold his meetings because yeah. activities would have to be a minimum of half an hour long. So to justify the time, you know, perfect, perfect. And so how long does the challenge, it's how long of a time period? It went for four weeks. So it's about a month. Uh-huh. And, and then is it always in the same month every year? It's, it's a, a, usually around the same time, kind of the, uh, that, uh, September to October, uh, era. So time. if people don't have the app right, if they don't have the app right now, they should definitely download it right now because I'm sure it'll pop up like announcements. Yeah, they can they can know. check it out. It obviously won't be updated until the next right. Uh, time but you'll know when it's coming. Even. Right. So okay. But, but I think the cool thing about it was 
not just the SUU one by having a lot of people participate, um, but just the variety of people participating. And really, it was a rallying point for the SUU community Yeah, that we came together and said, we're going to win this challenge. And so that rally point and the fact that it was in the outdoors was just magic. And, and I think the... I, th- I think it was like like Bridget said, it was a rallying point because I think SUU recognizes that wait, we are the most outdoorsy school and we should have this title. Uh, so so going out and and claiming it again was was validating. Well, and perfect segue because we do have all kinds of distinctions of note about our status in the outdoor world and outdoor nation. Do you guys want to tell us about some of those designations that we have? Uh, yeah, uh, recently uh, we were able to trademark uh, Southern Utah University as the University of the Parks, Woo-hoo! which right, <laughs> pretty big deal. Uh, and uh, it's again, it's part of that uh, that title and that claim that we are the most outdoorsy school, and we are, we are located closer to more parks, monuments, public lands than than really any other university. But at the same time, we're not just taking advantage of like spending time in those lands, we're actually actively partnering to be active stewards and partners within those lands. And I know we have tons of partnerships to talk about. And the the designation University of the Parks is a trademark. It's more than just us deciding this is our title. I mean, I think that's an important distinction that it's actually a trademark title associated with the university now. Right. But, you know, it's interesting in getting people's different perspectives on that, too. Yeah. A lot of students are like, hey, that's cool. I'm going to go to the University of the Parks. It makes me sound like I'm cool. Uh, But then if you ask, like, a lot of parents, they're like, I'm not sending my kids to just have fun. Right. I want them to have careers and such. And that's where I think, again, the partnerships and the looking into what it means to be active stewards and really taking care of those lands comes in because it's through the academic programs and the co-curricular programs that we have where students are gaining hands-on experience and skills by becoming stewards and being partners for that land. And there are certainly plenty of jobs to be had in in the outdoor industry. Right. It's a a multi-billion dollar industry. Right. It's it's actually next in line to pharmaceuticals when it comes to gross national product. Really? Wow, that's a great statistic. Well, let's talk about some of these partnerships that we have. I know we have Semester in the Parks, the IIC. IIC. And so let's pick one and start, and then we'll get to the others. So we'll start with the IIC. We're going into our 11th year, and it was started by regional public lands folks that were like, you know what? We really have a great place for people to come and learn through hands-on experience. And so the IIC offers internships. Last year, we placed about 250 interns within our region, and the region is pretty big. It goes from Grand Staircase Escalante National Monument all the way over to Great Basin, from the Fish Lake Forest to the north all the way down to the Parishant in the south. Wow. And students from across the university are getting an incredible summer and sometimes a year-long experience in the fields that they want to go into. So we have wildlife biologist students actually going out and doing like goshawk research all summer Mm. with the forest service we have students in it going and working for zion's it department in it we have again folks doing visitor use services interpretation for the park so they get to give like the ranger talks at cedar breaks and at great basin Um, but then they also are doing um, conservation work through 
crew leaders and being crew leaders for some of our conservation crews working with high school students. And we do that in the Grand Staircase and the parks and in all of the districts for the National Forest. So and just to clarify, IAC, IIC, I know Kevin mentioned it at the top of the hour. What exactly does that stand for? So it stands for the Intergovernmental Internship Cooperative. Okay. And we have discussed changing the name multiple times, um, but then we always come back to, well, that's what we do. We're right. an intergovernmental cooperative right. with the goal of giving people hands-on experience to learn about public lands and to gain real life career building, I guess, experience. And, and just to reemphasize a point that I think Bridget yeah. was making there is, is a lot of, I think a lot of students hear, oh, public land internship. That's for the outdoor rec majors. That's for the biology majors. And it's not. Right. There's, there's, there's something available for every major. Um, if you have a passion for public lands, there's a way to tie your studies in your major into one of these internships. But, but on top of that, there's a lot of folks that are going into nursing or into chemistry, and they go and seek different experiences just to add to their life base experience, right? but also to really um, gain communication skills and teamwork skills and all those really great soft skills that employers are looking for. And it does help them stand out in interviews and such because they can say like, oh, yeah, I've had this really great experience working with this wildlife team. Um, so some of my favorite interns are actually the ones that are like, I'm going into nursing, but I'm going to be on a wildlife crew this summer. That's so, so cool. that I can really learn about about the lands that are in my back, my backyard, but also um, really kind of understanding and and being a steward for those lands. And are the internships of varying lengths and varying amounts of, com I mean, yeah. ha are they all the same? You know, the majority of them start in May and go through August. So summer, summer internships, summer internships. The other great thing. And again, this is goes back to the committee of public land leaders that started it was like, we want to give our interns a living wage. And so it's actually internships that are fully paid and people are able to actually make enough money to make their lives easier during the semesters. That's amazing. And then there's a handful of interns and internships that are 20 hours during the fall semester and the spring semester um, so that it does become like a year-long experience. So if students listening are interested in getting more information or becoming eligible, or are there eligibility requirements, what how would... What's the, how do you get into this? So the application is online. And if you just Google SUU IIC, it'll take you right there. And you can look at all of the uh, application, well, all of the postings that are available. And again, it really is everything from wildlife to accounting to visitor services, youth education. Um, and you can pick out the ones that are interested to you. You fill out a resume. You put, um, well, you don't fill out the resume. You fill out the application. Right. You send in your resume and a lot of times a cover letter. And then the mentor, and that's the other thing about this program, is that you're assigned a, a mentor within the public lands. Oh. It doesn't necessarily become your boss. They do guide you through the day-to-day -day stuff. Um, but they make sure, again, that it's a good educational experience and that you're just learning. You're not just doing the grunt work, but you are doing the learning part of it. Too. Are the mentors all SUU people? No, or? they're the public land professionals the, Okay, that are, are kind of, I guess, helping the students have really great learning experiences. But 
they also are the ones that need to get work done on the ground. Right. Um, and so they're interested in finding the applicants that are going to be good interns, show up on time, and actually ask good questions and be enthusiastic about the work that they're going to do. Right. So if you're listening yeah. out there and you're like, wow, that sounds really cool. I, I'm definitely looking for a summer job and I'm passionate about the outdoors or just want to get some of that yeah. kind of uh, land-based experience, you just Google IIC or S-U-U-I-I-C. Do yep. you need? If, if you Google S-U-U-I-I-C, it'll take you right there. And then you just look at the listings. What Are there opportunities to design internships? What if somebody comes and they say, I don't see anything here that fits my thing, but I really want to be involved. Is there a, should they come find, is it, they just keep looking back or? If it, it's more, the internships are created because that's what the need is the on need, the ground. I see. And so they're trying to, again, like fill in the need for folks to do wildlife monitoring. And I keep coming back to that, but, right. um, and visitor services and trail crews and things like that. So there is the need base for it as well. And is there a particular time of year when people should, I mean, you yep. know, is now the time right, to right be looking? Now. Okay. So they're looking through applications as we speak. Okay. And it, a lot of the, Postings are going to be closing in the next month. Um, so right now is the time to start looking. Okay, great. Well, I think we'll take another musical break, and then we'll come back and talk about Semester in the Parks, which is a super unique program and really, really awesome. So the song I'm going to play for you now here on Thunder 91.1 uh, is called in our valentine theme it's called deadly valentine and it's by charlotte gainsborough and it's on her album rest and again this is the apex hour and you're listening to thunder 91.1 
Okay, well, that was Charlotte Gainsborough Deadly Valentine on her album Rest. Uh, this is Lynn Vartan, and we are back here with the Apex Hour on KSUU Thunder ninety point Thunder ninety one point one, and I am joined in the studio by Bridget and Kevin, and we are just having a cool conversation about all things outdoors here at Southern Utah University. And I want to rejoin our conversation talking about our cool partnership program that's called Semester in the Parks. So, Kevin, I think you're going to tell us about that. Yeah, the Semester in the Parks program, it's, it's uh, again, pretty unique to Southern Utah University. Uh, I like to think of it as uh, kind of a study abroad, but rather than going abroad, uh, the students get to live uh, at Bryce Canyon. Uh, they get to work uh, at one of the resorts close to there. And during the course of the semester, they're able to visit all of our surrounding parks and monuments um, and different public lands. And they have a, a course load that kind of incorporates uh, the, the the themes of public lands and uh, preservation, conservation, uh, stewardship, um, and just kind of uh, kind of honing those outdoor skills all together. Uh, it's a fifteen credit. Uh, so it's an entire, I mean, as we said, it's semester in the park. So how does that work in terms of their normal course study? So it's, you said it's like a study abroad. So does it, do they just kind of take that semester and, and f this is that semester? So it sort of replaces a semester in a way? Yeah. The, uh, all, all of the classes are taken, like I said, uh, as a cohort. So all the students have all the same classes together and yeah, they, they spend, that whole that whole semester with that group of students and kind of visiting these different uh, amazing places. But it's really fun because the professors actually come to you and you have a classroom in Bryce Canyon right off the room. That's amazing. And from there, a lot of the professors are like, okay, let's go out into the park and and look at the different aspects that the park offers to learn about the content in the courses. And they stay it where exactly? They stay at Ruby's Inn, which uh -huh. is just right outside uh, the, the entrance to Bryce Canyon there. And they also work, right? And, yeah, and it's part of the, uh, it's, it's part of the, the course load, really, uh, as, as the, uh, there's a, the hospitality kind of portion of that. Uh, and the students earn a certificate in uh, interdisciplinary park studies. Oh, that's great. So what's an example of the kind of work that they're doing? I mean, they're, they're waiting tables or they're doing... It, it, it does depend on really the student and the experience that they bring in. Um, but again, most of the students end up working in hospitality. That's the fancy way of saying you get to change a lot of beds Ah, um, and doing those pieces of it. But Ruby's Inn is really also dedicated to the learning experience. Mm -hmm. So one, they do need that work to be done. And part of the reason that this uh, experience works is because we're able to help them with the shoulder season. Oh, um, I see. So we provide those workers to do the hospitality work that they need to do. But on top of that, they're like, okay, Let's give you some experience with guiding tours or, you know, we've had students that have had hospitality background. So they end up, oh, she also spoke French. So that helped. But she also, so she ended up working at the front desk. And oh, so I there see. are different things that you can do within it, but most of them end up changing a lot of beds. Yeah. And then how often, how many hours a day are they in class? Like how long is, what's a typical day in the semester in the park student? So typical days you wake up. 
normal time. I'm <laughs> um, and then you go to work and you work in the morning. Okay. You get a break and then you go to class in the afternoon. And the classes, um, you have a different class focus each day. Okay. Um, so you'll have English one day and then you'll have Southern Utah Floor the next day. You'll have criminal justice the next day. You'll have Americans in the outdoors the next day. And then every other weekend, you have the field lab time with those courses, and you go and visit Lake Mead or Gold Butte or Zion or Great Basin. Great Basin. Yeah. Um, so you really get to know the different parks uh, within it. Um, but you don't just visit them because you're looking at it through those different lenses and mm-hmm. trying to understand the parks. Like, all right, how does criminal justice help conserve this park. Right. And then how do, how in American and the Outdoors, you're really looking at like, what's the value of the parks to our society? And how can um, the parks offer that experience to the visitors in the best way? And what's the visitor experience and how are those visitors managed? A, a lot of the same kind of challenges that uh, uh, Superintendent Jeff Brady about, spoke mm-hmm. about today during, mm-hmm. during uh, his presentation. And how... So the faculty for semester in the parks comes from uh, specifically the the faculty in the outdoor education area, or is it across the board? It's across the board. So in 2018, in the fall, we have Laura Walker from English. We have Sam Wells from biology. We have Kelly Goonan from outdoor recreation. We have Brian Burton from criminal justice. Um, And then we have Ann Smith also from outdoor recreation. And then I get to help with the field trips. Ah, cool. Yeah. And then, so they cut two weekends. They're 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 exploring and learning. And then, and do they? Is there free time set? I mean, do they come back into town? Do you know how they handle the rest of their time? I'm just it. It, it does become again downtime. Well, I guess the best way to say it is like downtime for them to have lives. Right. <laughs> Which, when you're doing an immersion semester, right, is really appreciated. And it's just time to do your homework, to catch up with friends. Um, to take the time that you need to make sure that you're rejuvenated and healthy. Explore the parks, hike the trails, do the fun things that are out there too. Yeah. Yeah. Such a cool concept. And this, this concept, we've been doing this for how long? Two years? Two years. We're going to be offering our third year. And it's each, it's both semesters or? It's just the fall fall, semester. Fall semester only. Yep. And And again, if you, my favorite way to do things on the web is just to Google it. So if you Google SUU semester in the parks, it'll take you to that homepage and applications are due mid-March. So again, they're already being accepted. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So now's the time, right? This is the time to be looking. If you're interested in this, I mean, totally go check it out. Yep. It's only our cap is 15 students to be able to give the experience that we want to. Wow. And so we, we do need people to actually apply, but on time so that we can make sure that we get the best cohort possible. Right. So if you're out there and you're feeling super passionate about it, get on it right away. Google Semester in the Parks SEU and take a look at the application. But time is running out. It seems like you're probably getting pretty close to having that locked down. So that's such a cool program. And I, I think probably the maybe the only one there's maybe something similar, but not to this extent. I mean, this is just such a special opportunity to have a study abroad, but yet also nearby, but yet in a completely different environment in Bryce Canyon. So, and and earn a certificate in a single semester, which, Mm -hmm. which is also kind of unique. 
That's great. And how do you guys feel about um, some of the topics that we were talking about today? Do you have any comments on, um, we were talking about uh, conservation, preservation. Do you have any suggestions or thoughts about anything that students or our listeners, anything we should be aware of that we should be doing or advice that you have that you'd like to impart? Uh, Oh, Bridget, you want to tell them about the sustainability minor? Oh, yep. SUU does have a sustainability minor. um, And we just worked with a group of faculty to rework it. Um, But it is a unique lens. And I guess the way that I look at majors and minors is it gives you a perspective to interact with the world. Um, Some of them you just dedicate to your profession, but otherwise, you can take the sustainability minor, add it to the major that you're doing and just see the world through a different lens. And so you'll be looking at and asking the questions is like, how can we help our society be sustainable? And in that, it's not just, I guess, the scarcity part of it, um, but it's being sustainable in how and really being like a healthy society. And some of that is going to be looking at the ways that we use energy, the ways that we interact with the outdoors, the ways that we build things and utilize resources so that it's not just for our generation, but it's for future generations as well. That's amazing that we have that as well. All right, I'm going to play one last song, and and then we're going to come back with what is fast turning into everybody's favorite part of the radio show, which is asking you guys about what's turning you on right now, books, TV, movies, all that kind of stuff, getting into the nitty-gritty and getting some inspiration for our listeners. But before we do that, I have one last song, and this one is not Valentine-related, but it's um, maybe Olympics-related. I've been watching a lot of the Winter of Olympics, and this is a, a group that I mentioned last week called Grand Tapestry that I think is really interesting from their album titled Grand Tapestry. And this song is called Champion. And once again, you are listening to the Apex Hour on Thunder 91.1 KSUU. Go anywhere, be a player with a sense of 
must. I ain't talking stenches, sitting benches, blood and vent and stuff. That's more up the alley, form a rally, get your fitness right. Lift a heavy load, let your every muscle grow. Know your mind is no exception, all directions flow. The highest height, my tears fight, the deftest blow. Ideas like far beyond, the rest will know. Deep from the soul, through the body, to the Super Bowl. World Cup, World Series, Championship, Hoopers go. No watchers, show-stopping heroes that the youth know. Late nights, early morning, training like a true pro. Never say it can't be done, mom ain't raised no Sanford. Son, this is the type of champ we are. Yep, I'm a champion. I go way up into the stratosphere. You, Jimmy, on, I watch my fears go. Cause I'm your man when no one else shows. I'm your champion. I see the way you build me up and push me. I need you in my corner with me. The love you give me makes my heart Shot pop and I'm off to the races all day Stay on the grind, trying to get better every day Train hard in the hallway Running my laps, energy on tap Shine bright like the lights on a Friday night to the Sunday morning I'ma get my champ like the song say We go for the long way If it's not worth, then it's not worth it If it don't hurt, then it's not perfect Cause I gotta learn If it's not burning, then I'm not moving Not putting in the effort, make a turn to the conduit Cause the conduit is the guy that I move with We're moving at the speed of light Just to be the reader right now It's winning battles in the heat of night Cause we gotta wake up a train We gotta wake up the brain We gotta take up a cause We gotta pick up a lane We gotta push it to the limit I'm not waiting for another light to jumping in the track beats and on my feet I wanna compete, I wanna complete I'm not a petite, so I got big goals And I will reach them in the time I've been to be I see the light, the champion provides the spark I need to make the final lap of victory Way up into the stratosphere, though. You, Jimmy, all I watch my fears go. Cause I'm your man when no one else shows. I'm your champion. I see the way you build me up and push me. I need you in my corner with me. The love you give me makes my heart beat, beat like a champion. Run and they run and they run and they run. Okay, well, welcome back. Uh, this is Lynn Vartan. You're listening to the Apex Hour here on KSUU Thunder 91.1. That song that you just heard is Olympic-inspired. It's called Champion by Grand, Trapis- Grand Tapestry on the album Grand Tapestry. We have just a few minutes left here for the Apex Hour this week, and we're going to do the thing that everybody seems to be loving, which is what's turning you on this week. Um, so I'm going to start with you, Bridget. What's turning you on? And it could be Books, movies, TV, podcasts, what's something you'd like to share that you're really excited about? Well, I'm going to say that the book that 
has gotten me to think the most in the last six months is Florence Williams' The Nature Fix. And in that, I get to talk about my soapbox um, because it's all about how the outdoors is good for people. Um, our brains are wired for it. It makes you a better thinker. It makes your body work better. It helps you create social bonds. It helps you create meaning for your life. And so it actually takes the time to go through the research and tell the stories that we all need to be connected to the natural world. And can you tell us the title and author of that book again? Yep. It's Florence Williams, and it's The Nature Fix. You are not the first time I've heard of this book this week, and stay tuned. We may be researching trying to get her out to SEU as an Apex future speaker. So let's fingers crossed for that. But I also have to say that I really, my passion in this world is to connect people to the outdoors, and especially for learning. And I really have seen it time and time again. If you're a stressed out student in the library, take the time, walk around our beautiful campus because we have a park for our campus. So true. And I can guarantee you that your brain is going to work better and you're going to be able to focus and and actually enjoy what you're doing instead right. of just being stressed out. Midterms are coming up. So everybody get outside and, and take a look around. That's great, great advice. Thank you. Kevin, how about you? What's inspiring you right now? Uh, I've been reading Glory Land. Glory Land. Uh, oh. It's by Shelton Johnson. It's the story of uh, of a buffalo soldier who serves in Yosemite National Park uh, before the Park Service existed, uh, and the parks were kind of being overseen by the cavalry uh, and kind of regulated that way. So uh, it's a it's a very interesting uh, perspective on uh, early early park maintenance, so to speak. That's amazing. Tell us the name and uh, the title and author again. Uh, the title is Gloryland, uh, and the author is Shelton Johnson. And again, another sort of Aplex plug, right? This has been one that's come down the pike as a, a suggestion for future events. So we may see what we can do to find these people on campus. Well, that is so cool. Do either of you have any final words or any final things you'd like to promote or announce? There's, there's so many great uh, opportunities here at SUU. I know students often get bogged down with classwork. They feel like, oh, I, I, I want to go on a trip. I just I don't have time or I want to go to the park. I just I, I can't get away from uh, this project or this paper or this presentation that I'm working on. Uh, you you got you to make the time, really. You got to make the time to do the things that you want to do. Otherwise, you'll never find it. And I'll up the ante for that. Because one of the reasons that SUU has the EDGE program, especially the outdoor EDGE I'll put in, is for people to actually say, I want to learn, and then you fill in the blank and you create a project to do it. And the outdoor EDGE projects are the ones that I love so much because it's people that really want to learn or do something, um, and then they figure out how to do it. So we have people that are... uh, one of my favorites is he built a canoe. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that, he wanted to learn woodworking skills so that he could go out and, and be a better theater teacher. Perfect. In it. So there's projects like that. And so I think that you find what you want to do and you can turn it into your edge project. Get that requirement out of the way by doing something that you love. 
Well, I love it. Thank you guys so much for your time today. I really appreciate getting to know everything we have to offer here. Thanks for having us. Yeah. And so you heard it all. If you want to, even anything from going camping, come down and check out the Outdoor Center here in the Sharwin Smith Center, right across from the Welcome Center. Or if you want to look at class offerings online or get involved with the internship program or semester in the parks, get busy with your Google and find out ways to get outside and experience our awesome landscape. So that's all the time we have here on the Apex Hour, KSUU Thunder 91.1. My name is Lynn Vartan. Join us next week. We're going to have Claudia Bradshaw in the house. She is the St. George P Flag founder, and she's an incredible ally for the LGBTQ plus community. And she's going to tell her story of her journey with her son into the new world that she is loving today. Thanks again, and we'll see you next week on the Apex Hour much for listening to the Apex Hour here on KSUU under 91.1. Come find us again next Thursday at 3 p.m. for more conversations with the visiting guests at Southern Utah University and new music to discover for your next playlist. And in the meantime, we would love to see you at our events on campus. To find out more, check out suu.edu apex or email us at suuapex at icloud.com. Until next week, this is Lynn Vartan saying goodbye from the Apex Hour here on Thunder 91.1.